on the All-Big 12 team that was released yesterday. Uh, Jalen Ford, not the Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year. I don't have as big of a gripe with Max Duggan over Bijan Robinson. Right. Because you've got an, the quarterback of an undefeated team who's right in the thick of the Heisman race. Yeah, he's probably going to be your conference player of the year. And yep. keep in mind, these awards are voted on by the Big 12 coaches. These the are co- the coaches doing it. You can't vote for your own guy, but these the, the coaches vote on these awards. But, Craig, the Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year, Felix Anaduke Ozoma from Kansas State. Seven and a half sacks, ten tackles for loss. That's the same amount of tackles for loss. Jalen Ford did this year. But those seven and a half sacks, three of them came in their second Big 12 game against Texas Tech. In the other nine, uh, the other eight, conf- uh, how would that would be? The other seven, seven conference games they played? Yeah. Uh-huh. He, had, he had two sacks. Yeah. None yeah. against TCU, none against Texas. Actually didn't have a sack in the last four games. And I know this turns into, well, you know, this guy sucks. This guy's great. That's not what this is about. Felix Anaduke is almost a really good player. I just felt like when you look at the impact Jalen Ford had on this Texas team, there's some of those ball games they probably don't win. The, the Iowa State game, for sure, you don't win if Jalen Ford doesn't make a couple of impact plays. So I just felt like his value should have been there for him to be Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year. There's two things at work here. And if you can make uh, the, the case... Um, for Felix Anzuti, um, I just his name just blew it. Anna and DK Ozoma and and Anna DK Ozoma. If you were to make a case for him, um, one of the things you could lean on would be stats. Except the stats just don't measure up. Right. There is the sack stat, and you pointed out when the stacks sacks happened and when they didn't happen the rest of the regular season. So. There was he didn't have one against Texas. Right, by that the would way. be two sacks in his last seven Big Twelve games. All right, so there was that. Every other key measurable defensive statistic, Jalen Ford had a noticeable, if not significant, edge. Every single one, not one different one, every other single one. Then when you add to it, okay, then you get to impact of games. You just laid out uh, what he did in impacting games: the Iowa State game, the Kansas State game, the Baylor game. Uh, those those things also had a pick in the Kansas game, and they were blowing that one open. But the but the other three were critical juncture moments in those games. So that's the other thing. So then you get down to the elephant in the room, and that is how many games did Texas win? Yeah, and it and it and it appears that that carried more weight with the coaches. The fact that Texas won eight games despite a head to head win over over Kansas State, uh, the fact that they finished behind them in the conference and won eight games, and Kansas State is playing in the Big 12 championship. There's no other heavy-duty, lean-on explanation that you can generate for why he was picked over Ford. By the way, I didn't even think Felix was the best defensive lineman in the Big 12 this year. Right. Because every time I watched Texas Tech play, Tyree Wilson was making plays. Yeah. Tyree Wilson had seven sacks and 14 tackles for a loss, and he missed two games. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, I get where a guy can impact a team and a defense with what Kansas State did, but he did not make an impact in the game that they lost at home to Texas. And like you said, he didn't, he didn't have uh, an impact in terms of sacks down the stretch. And I know what defensive players – measurable goes into more than just sacks but if you are judging judging a an individual award 
and this was a conversation we got into last night with the All-Flex team. What are you looking at probably first and foremost is the numbers, the statistics. Then you get into impact on games. Then you get into, I think, what uh, what his team did. But apparently the fact that Kansas State is in the Big 12 championship game in Texas has not carried the most weight with a lot of these coaches. Yeah, and uh, CB texted in and said, hey, Kelvin Banks was equally robbed for, for freshman of the year. That one's a little more understandable because for an offensive lineman, you don't have statistics yep. to quantify. I mean, you can look yep. at pro football focus and whatever, but you know, Richard Reese was really good for Baylor this year. So he kind of became their lead back. So I don't I don't have a, as much of a gripe with that one. Again, the Max Duggan over B. John Robinson, I don't have that much of a gripe with that one either. Those are understandable. The defensive player of the year bit, though, that's that's just wrong. Like Jalen Ford, Jalen Ford wasn't even a unanimous selection at linebacker. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 mean, you, I don't get that. You, you can't tell me the other nine coaches in this league didn't think he was at best the best linebacker in this conference? So it, it, it brings to mind a couple of things, you know, when people smell a rat or think there's something there. One, did they do what a lot of coaches do with their weekly AP ballot and let the media relations guy do it? Well, it's... And if so, did the media relations guy have an axe to grind or a bias or whatever? Or did the coach? So there's that. If, if, if people are thinking conspiracy theory along that that line I, I, I don't know I don't know I, I, I it just when I said that the deal last week about there's your big 12 defensive player of the year that that like any other call that I make in a game uh, it, it'll come organically from you it's not something I've thought of and rehearsed yeah. or anything like that that's what I appreciate about you Craig well thank you um, however to me it, it seemed obvious yeah it, it like I said it kind of subconsciously called up when I said there's your national player of the year when Kevin Durant hit that big three over AC Law when Texas won that game in double overtime against A&M back in 07 you just you know it just appears to be that obvious but apparently it was not that obvious so Uh, deserve on the good side though Jatavian Sanders very much deserving of that first team all big 12 nod at tight end uh, on the second team, Kelvin Banks getting on the second team on the offensive line, I thought was really good. Keandre Coburn yep. is a second team defensive tackle. The only guy I don't have, I have a gripe with that wasn't uh, that was omitted. A, that was omitted from the first or second team. He got an honorable mention. You realize Jade Barron had eleven tackles for I loss know. this year. I know. A, your Nickelback had eleven tackles for loss. Another guy who affected games yes. with what he did. So I felt like he he probably should have been on the second team, but. You know, at least at least he got the honorable mention in there. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jade? Yeah. Yeah. He's still got some more work to do, but he I, can get there. You know, real quick, I know, I know we got a break. I don't the, – the one all-conference selection, I don't think I've ever been as heated. 2009, when Aaron Williams, I don't even think, made honorable mention yeah. on Big 12. I'm like, he might have been the best DB other than Earl Thomas. Might have been the best DB in the conference that year, and you couldn't even give him an honorable mention? Yeah. Yeah, it just didn't make his sense. On so it's like, what are you watching? Yeah, you know. So anyway, all right, we'll be back to wrap up uh, today's edition of Light the Tower on the Horn.